everyone, before the show starts, I uh, just wanted to remind you that we are going to be in Orlando September 21st and Salem uh, October 6th. So, uh, God damn it. So, so, so check it all out uh, on facebook.com slash I hate horror reserve uh, buy your tickets at salemhorror.com. Um, and this episode is iced. We're doing this remotely. So uh, we'll deal with it. About the misfortune of sitting kids at Crystal Lake Became addicted straight away with the initial tape God bless Betamax VHS holy like Amanda Kruger I was introduced to genre flicks by Toby Hooper I started craving more just like Larry the Looter I collected VHS without commentary or bloopers Through computers, magazines, a bunch of stores Spent my money on movies and begged my mom for more I'd watch the boys kill those astro bastards Five times a day or even more I loved the gore Lionel and Paquita combined their lonely hearts I was hellbound, Cenobites tore my soul apart I've seen them all, from Dracula to Vertigo Listen up, welcome to the Horror Show with Sean and Joe Hello everybody and welcome to the Horror Show Show dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers All of your favorite and not so favorite horror movies and other horror related events I'm Sean I'm Joe Well hello Joe What's going on? Nothing, we're doing this remotely I'm so curious to hear what this is going to sound like I hope it comes out good I think it'll be fine Um, I think... When you, you guys, you guys might get some some uh, Easter. Egg. I'm talking. This is weird because I'm like talking to the microphone, but I should be talking to the phone, right? <laughs> right. But yeah, more more focus on the, the microphone. <laughs> so like, I was trying to like whisper, like get quieter, but I'm just holding the mic up to my face and realizing the phone is farther away. You can hear me, right? <laughs> yeah, I can hear you fine. Okay, good, good. Yeah, so we're, well, so, was, so Joe's recording. I was going to say the listeners might get a. Uh, I'm still doing it. I'm showing the mic in my face. Uh, I was going to say the listeners might get a uh, an Easter egg. They, they might be able to hear some uh, fun fun stuff in the background. <laughs> Joe has uh, some Albuquerque methods next door to him. Yeah. That I do. They are something else. They're a piece of work. I, I, I don't know. Screaming at each other about not shutting the door. But the best part is they don't even have the door. They, they took it off and replaced it with tarp. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the tarp. Well, I don't know what's more ridiculous. That or the movie Iced from 1988. Probably Iced, to be honest with you. This is from. This was submitted to us by Classic Material. Yes. And um, this movie, like, changed my life. (laughs) (laughs) This movie is so fucking obscene. It was was hard to... uh, It it wasn't hard to watch. It was amazing to watch. But it was just... I don't even know, man. This was something else. This reinvigorated my love for, like, really terrible movies. I, uh, would you recommend people to watch this? Oh, absolutely. M- me too. It's 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 honestly like a must watch. It's, yes, dude, hundred <laughs> percent. It's direct to video, uh, guys. It's called Iced. It's on YouTube. The full movie's on YouTube. It never got a DVD release. <laughs> and, and fun fact, it probably never will. Um, only released on VHS in 1988, and that was it. And this movie is so. This is like one of those another perfect example of a a it's a bad movie, but it's ah, fuck like I can't even I can't even put it into words. You can stop there. It's it's a bad movie. (laughs) It's it's actually one of the worst. (laughs) But it's also no, yeah, you're right, you're right. But it's (laughs) but it's it's one of those. Good, bad. Like, the ending is the most stupid thing I've ever seen, and I, I rewound it about four times. <laughs> I, I don't know, man, because there's parts in the movie that are so useless that I was I was crying laughing at points because I just could not... Son, I could, son the entire middle is useless. <laughs> it's just them talking in a room. There's so many weird fucking things in this movie that I cannot even, I can't even begin to, uh, oh my God. I, I, can't, I can't even begin to like figure this out. It's so fucking insane. 
I'm trying to figure out what happened. There was something in the middle that made me, I was crying laughing. Like I had to stop the movie <laughs> and stop everything I was doing and just laugh for like five minutes. Cause I was so, I was, oh, oh my God, there was so much. Okay. So we'll get into this again. This is called iced. There's literally nobody in it. <laughs> Except for uh, Wednesday Adams. Wednesday Adams is in it. Um, so we open up with a group of childhood friends. They're at this posh ski resort. Um, I, I'm not even entirely sure what we're supposed to get from this beginning. Uh, oh my god, I'm like about to just start crying right now from laughing because just thinking about this intro. So it's a group of friends. Uh, there's this guy, Jeff, who's up there, right? Yes. Um, also, this movie's made in 1988. It looks so old. <laughs> it honestly looks like one of those uh, SOV movies. Dude, it does. It does. And it's it, there's a lot of similar shots on it. So it's like, I think it was somebody who just had a ton of money for the time uh, who made this because... It oh, really, that was not a that was not a compliment. It, it no. is not a SOV movie. It, it just looks like a pile of shit. No, yeah, no, I I understand. I just mean he had money to buy something more than a home video camera. But it's <laughs> there's a lot of shots that look similar to a guy just holding a camera. You know what I mean, like, dude. Oh yeah. But it's so fucking weird too because one thing that I realized is probably how big a budget ski movies in the eighties had because you know they hired actual skiers. <laughs> <laughs> in this movie they did not hire professional skiers and it shows it shows, it shows the worst ski clips i've ever seen in my life it's it's fucking baffling <laughs> like why why choose that as like your core focus of a movie if you can't do that like like choose something that you can do yeah you know you can't do it you don't have the budget to hire professional skiers <laughs> yeah and, like have you have you ever personally gone skiing yes are you good at it no have you skied enough to be like somewhat knowledgeable yeah like i i could like do things i could like not kill myself Okay, so you're probably more. You probably have more uh, accolades to make a skiing movie than anyone involved in this. <laughs> I think you might be right. And this starts off though, like the eight, the eighties typical ski school story. Um, those shitty college flicks. Uh, one guy likes a girl. Another guy challenges him to a race, and uh, you know the winner wins another human being. <laughs> gets the girl <laughs> that's so ridiculous it's, even in 1988 the, how are you possibly thinking that that's okay <laughs> you, you've won a she, slave <laughs> she never once like weighed, voiced her opinion on the matter as to like what she wanted it was also super weird because they really painted that guy Jeff as being I thought Jeff was going to be the good guy I don't know, man. They they were fucked up in this. They they did not know what they were doing. <laughs> Which no. I don't. <laughs> no, they did not. Yeah. <laughs> so these two guys race, um, and it's like my favorite thing that happens because it's like B roll of skiing, but the people skiing are going so slow that <laughs> it looks almost like cross country skiing. <laughs> <laughs> um. And yeah, just no budget whatsoever. It's just these terrible clips of them skiing. Um, the gentleman, Corey, one who looks like a douchebag. He looks like the ski school douchebag that you'd imagine. Uh, but <laughs> turns out he's uh, the good guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is he, though? I mean, no one's a good guy in this. Everyone's terrible, including Jeff, who because I started feeling bad for Jeff. Because everyone's like a giant asshole to him after the fact. But then Jeff partakes in one of the most absurd things I've ever seen. So, so Corey wins, right? They all yes. go back to the lodge after. By the way, do you remember that episode of uh, It's Always Sunny where they do the ski school thing? I 100% do. That is like one of my all-time favorite episodes. <laughs> Like, <laughs> they would have been better off making fun of ski school movies with this movie, like using this movie as a tool to do that. Just, just show this movie. 
not even <laughs> air their own episode. So, um, yeah, so they go to this uh, cabin and everyone's acting like an asshole to uh, Jeff. And I still was like, wait, is he a good guy or not? Because everyone's really treating him like a giant piece of shit. Like, he just lost, like, a fair bet, besides having a human being's life <laughs> in the line. It was a fair bet that he lost, and everyone's like, hey, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, good job losing, idiot. <laughs> so, so, Jeff is the loser, and everyone is fucking with him. And uh, he sits down. At a table. <laughs> By the way, my note here is, and this is like before, like this is like five minutes in the movie. I wrote something tells me they don't know how to make a movie. <laughs> Little did I know, I was absolutely <laughs> correct. <laughs> um, so Jeff sits at this table and just starts talking to to somebody who we can't see. Yes, you'd assume it was no one, really. You'd assume right. Jeff Jeff has lost it. That's what I assumed. Yeah, but that's, that's not the case. <laughs> that's not the case. Um, <laughs> and he says, uh, I feel like I can kill them. What a bunch of jerks. No kindness whatsoever. It's like the time in the clinic in Switzerland. Nothing really serious. Nothing like that. I told them I skied the Alps, and they didn't know the real reason why I went there. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> And he he machine guns these lines as if so. That's why you're like, oh, he's not talking to anyone because <laughs> he's literally yeah. just machine gunning lines. Do you you remember when we first started the show? We would often talk about like why can people not pretend to have a conversation? Like, just, yes, you know, just talk like you normally would. This is like the pinnacle of that. Why 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 is he having such a hard time with this? They literally could have sat somebody across from him, that's like, what, that's mouthing what, that, the lines. <laughs> dude, that's what I was going to say. Like, they could have just, like, dubbed out that guy's lines. Or, like, just had him at least have somebody to look at. <laughs> it's so insane. It's so insane. Also, fun fact, it seems like you're getting a pretty cool backstory here about a clinic in Switzerland Fun fact. They tried so hard to develop every single character that you saw, and I've never seen a movie fail harder. Because I, like, I, I somehow lo- I somehow know less about these characters after watching it. Dude, you are absolutely 100% right. That is so true. They, there's that stretch tried. in the middle where... There's a stretch in the middle where nothing is happening and they're all like talking about their lives. And none of it. It's, just, it's such a convoluted mess. The entire movie. You're right. And I'm, I'm just realizing this now because literally they try to set up these backstories and then they just forget. Like this clinic thing they, never comes they, into they, they, Yeah. They bail on them. It's, it's like, <laughs> they're just like, yeah, let's move on. <laughs> it's honestly if, like we made a movie right now just for like fucking go with it. Like. You know, one of the questions, one of the questions in the uh, Solo Sean episode last week was if if we could make a movie, what would it be or something like that? I don't think we really have aspirations to do that. However, um, if we did make a movie tomorrow, just like, let's just do it. It would be so much better than this. Sean, Sean, it wouldn't even be a question because we we would know like filming an ending like they filmed is fucking offensive <laughs> offensively stupid the ending they filmed is the least logical thing i've ever seen in my life. there is no sane human being like i that's what makes it so good is that not only one person but a group of people were like oh, yeah let's roll with that 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 was- That'll be good. Dude, you're right. Like, there's, you could pick somebody that's never seen a movie in their life, doesn't even understand, like, what a movie structure is, and they'd still be like, why does that happen? <laughs> like, anyone, anyone. <laughs> like, how does that occur, dude? How does that occur? Oh my God, that is the funniest shit. Um, so, um, Jeff leaves. Um, at the hotel, uh, <laughs> Jeff's in his bedroom now, listening to <laughs> Corey and his girlfriend in the other room, and they're gr- they're <laughs> they're grunting and stuff like they're like making noise, and it cuts to the and this is not a joke by the way, like this is not this is not humor for the audience, like this is just part of the the movie, 
it cuts to the bedroom and Corey and the girlfriend are arm wrestling on the bed. <laughs> and Jeff, Jeff is staying up all night listening to them, like losing, like slipping into madness. <laughs> <laughs> listening to people arm wrestle and he, he comes storming in and he starts screaming you fuckers uh, it's one of the most insane- which, which to be fair he lost that bet which he has, he has no like grounds to stand on right right it's so bizarre he runs in he screams you fuckers and then even better the girl beats him up <laughs> And shoves him out of the room. (laughs) And Corey's just laying on the ground while this is happening. (laughs) And he goes, you're starting to make a real asshole out of yourself, pal. (laughs) (laughs) This might be my favorite movie ever, dude. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) The dialogue is so funny. You're starting to make a real asshole out of yourself, pal. And you know what? Dude, he's not wrong. He's, he's 100% right. <laughs> Imagine being told that by a guy laying on the ground, arm, arm wrestling some girl. Oh, my God. Oh, fuck, dude. Well, Jeff gets super mad, and he puts on his ski mask and jacket, which, like, it appeared to give him powers for a minute. Um, but, but fun fact, that is not the case. Uh he ends up stealing somebody's skis in the hallway who's totally fine with it. The guy's just like, hey, well, be careful. <laughs> <laughs> um, and everyone just keeps telling him, I wouldn't go out there. It's a big storm. So he climbs up to this mountain. Yeah, they keep telling him that, but that storm like has nothing to do with his demise. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> he just takes a wrong turn. <laughs> Dude, it seemed intentional. I thought he was like trying to fly through the fucking hotel window. <laughs> Yeah, he was. He but he wasn't. He's um, an idiot. <laughs> so he's crawling up this mountain, and you know, as most skiers do, he's crawling up the mountain on all fours. <laughs> 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 and he gets to the top. He, uh, oh, the other couple is having sex in the room. They were really setting it up like this guy was going to come skiing through their window. <laughs> and kill him like that's what I thought was gonna happen and I was I thought that was insane <laughs> that would have been that would have been somewhat more plausible than anything else in the movie <laughs> yeah well what happens now is Jeff goes skiing he goes flying off a jump <laughs> he lands about I'd say maybe 12 feet below uh, on a couple rocks <laughs> and then just rolls over and falls asleep uh oh he's dead he's dead though <laughs> everyone he has committed suicide i don't think he did i don't think that was intentional but the whole movie they cl- claim hits suicide <laughs> okay they said so. he was so distraught about the date <laughs> and losing- well, that daddy was but I, I oh you're right you're right he meant to kill himself you're right you're right so yeah they just sent him out they basically made him go out there yeah they pushed him to his limits but <laughs> so he had to go skiing in the middle he, of the night. He, right yeah as as his life <laughs> well and then it just flashes four years later on the screen and i was i was like you've they, got to be fucking kidding me <laughs> They love that. They Dude, love they do. They, do. they use it a bunch in this movie, and they're they're just really happy to just <laughs> move this story along. Um, so I, so my notes are I I'm, I have to like kind of gather myself because as I was taking these notes, this movie made so little sense that I have notes here that's like I I don't know if these are the same people from before. <laughs> it turns out they are. But yeah, I didn't. Okay. I couldn't. I couldn't figure that out for a while. Like I was just like, "Who are these people?" Um, but Corey and the girl who, what's her name? Like uh, Trina. Uh, Trina. Trina. Yeah. Corey and Trina are now married. Yeah. <laughs> they're going up to a free ski resort because they're selling timeshares. Uh, you have some suspicions. Because she says, how did they get our name? 
And Corey's like, who gives a shit? <laughs> um, also, in, also ridiculous. Like, just the fact that all these people are going someplace without knowing any reason why they're going there. Or, yeah, it's, it's so bizarre. It's so bizarre. And then we meet uh, a guy. <laughs> well, meet, meet is, a, is an exaggerated term. A guy crashes his car into a snowbank. <laughs> Uh, he gets the road is perfectly clear. By the way, uh, <laughs> he just crashes into the snowbank, um, and uh, he's like this? getting out. He's getting out to fix it. And oh, hold on, your your phone your phone was just breaking up. Sorry. Oh no, it's okay. Um, so he's getting out to fix it, right? The vehicle, and. <laughs> Jeff and you know it's Jeff because he's wearing the same fucking clothes dude and they do uh, here <laughs> and they do it they do it multiple times in the movie like a point of view shot so you're looking through his cracked goggles yes <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing so like you know it's him because or or you assume it's him right right you assume it's him you definitely know it's the killer <laughs> because they have not <laughs> whoever that is has not changed their goggles <laughs> right. within the last and, four years and the thing with killer pov that's effective is you know um occasionally it won't be the person or, right. or it'll be an animal or something but however in this movie you always know it's him because of the crack goggles <laughs> um so this guy gets out of the car to fix it and this this scene is so insane this is the scene in austin powers where the guy has the uh, steamroller and he's like fifty five thousand feet away and the guy's screaming no we've slowly rolling yeah we've said that before this is the epitome of it (laughs) this bulldozer is so far away <laughs> it's insane. It's honestly offensive. And why is Jeff uh hanging out on this road? And why does Jeff want to kill this guy? All great questions. I have no answer to any of them. This like I know like Sean said, we we've said it before. This is the epitome of it. This bulldozer is so far away and moving so slow. <laughs> the guy could not only have gotten out of the way, he could have probably pushed his car out of the way in the amount of time. <laughs> That this bulldozer took to get there. <laughs> uh, do you think this is... Now, here's a question. Because I, I don't want to call it the worst movie we've ever seen. Although it could be. Um, but uh, it, it was more enjoyable. But it's got... it. I think it has to be. And we've watched some like movies that were basically just straight comedies. This has to be the least scary and least suspenseful movie we've ever done. No, no doubt. There Especially is, for one that, that tried. Yes. It, it tried to have that. There's zero element of suspense. You know who the killer is, like, somehow. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's insane. It's so insane. Um, so, uh, there's a guy in the house, Carl, uh, who acts like a deranged, coked-out lunatic the entire movie. I, I'm not even sure what his purpose is in the movie or why he exists. And that, that's not that's not even Sean being uh, funny. The guy's actually, at one point, butt-naked and just blowing lines of cocaine. <laughs> Which does nothing. Again, like, they give this guy, like, this weird backstory of, like, a drug addict that carries a gun. And there's no purpose to that storyline. <laughs> like they really like hammer at home. So like, like I think we were supposed to be like, oh, maybe it's him. Uh, maybe. But here's the thing. Here's the here's the other thing. Literally, no one dies <laughs> until the last twenty minutes. So there was no reason to think anybody was a bad guy. <laughs> Besides the guy in the uh, the bulldozer. That's it. But besides that, it just it didn't make any sense. Right. Um, we also meet this woman. I don't even know her name, but she has this insanely detailed backstory with her boyfriend, Eddie, who they fight. 
<laughs> the story, honestly, there's more of her plot than anything else. And it's meaningless. It's totally fucking meaningless. Uh, but her man, Eddie's not showing up for the trip. So she's a, she's DTF man. Yeah, that she is. That she is. But, um, she, she'll, she'll get it from the real estate guy. <laughs> she going to get it. Uh, wait, I just realized there's something else unanswered about this movie. Oh What's my God. that? I, I'll 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 tell you when we get there. But the, I just got so fucking mad. All right. Um. There's another couple coming. They're one's a doctor, and I, I don't even know. They're they're in a car, just screaming about nothing. <laughs> there is Diane, so much dialogue, dude. It, it is so dialogue heavy, and it's the worst written dialogue. And like I said, we, we mentioned a bunch of times already. They try so hard to make. I, I when I was looking for this movie, I saw like multiple people be like, "Oh, this is a soap opera that wants to be a horror movie." Is one hundred percent right? Yeah, there's so much like love interests <laughs> and love triangles and stupid bullshit that do not matter. And on top of that, none of that even gets resolved. So even if you were a fan of soap operas, you would <laughs> fucking hate it because <laughs> they just leave. They just like throw out these very dramatic things and. Just leave these loose ends just dangling everywhere they go. Yeah. Um, there's just so much dialogue. Like, I have so much stuff here. So, Corey and uh, the cokehead, whatever his name is, um, Carl. Carl. Yeah, cocaine Carl. Uh, they <laughs> they go out on a little uh, ski event and then just start. I thought they were going to have sex, man. Yeah. Uh they start cuddling. <laughs> they start cuddling in the snow. <laughs> and then Carl. Yeah. Then Carl smears uh, snow all over his face and pretends it's cocaine for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> um, killer POV uh, again. But again, it's not even suspenseful because of the stupid ass glasses. Yeah, and somewhere around this time, I have a note that somebody says they're a vitamin C holic. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this fucking movie. Uh, we meet uh, uh, Alex, who's going to be the real estate agent, and he uh, sits at his desk with pictures of himself skiing all around him. <laughs> A giant one on his desk of himself skiing and one a giant poster of himself behind him on the wall. <laughs> I'm laughing so hard anticipating. Do, do you care if I jump ahead for a second? No, yeah, jump ahead. All right, so Alex is the one that like organized all this. He brought them all together, right? Yes. And he invited uh, a fucking Jeff. Yeah. And... <laughs> And instead of instead of people just being like, "Oh, hey, man, you know that that guy passed away," they're they're literally yelling at him. And and one guy's like, "You invited a dead guy!" Like like, like that like that would fucking matter or Dude. or offend anyone. Just 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 it's, just let it's, the guy know. It's four years after the fact. That was my note too. I was laughing so hard during that scene. Carl is screaming at the top of his lungs. He's like, "Why would you do that?" And by the way, Jeff, like inviting you, a dead person would, would would like bring him back or I don't know. It's like, what does this guy think? Why is dude, that such a big deal? That's dude. That that was actually the weirdest part about that scene was because the, at, during that scene they're kind of like, "Wait, is Jeff a lot? Like, how is like?" The idea is coming up that maybe Jeff is terrorizing them, right? That 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 is, but it has not happened at but this it, point. So but, there's no reason for them to be like baffled or concerned about this guy inviting them. But they are for some reason. <laughs> and they're like, like I said, they could have so just weird. been like, "Hey, man, you know, he he passed away. He's no longer with us." But instead, they're just like, holy shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what it is. Because, oh, yeah. Because he's like, yeah, Jeff uh, accepted the invite. And they're like, what right. the fuck? Because <laughs> that's that's what their concern is. They're like, well, who accepted the invite for Jeff? But like, so they're, they're like assuming, yeah, he somehow like resurrected Jeff by inviting yeah. him to a ski lodge. 
and not assuming like, oh, it was just a mistake or maybe like he sent it to the wrong person because he's not alive anymore. And how many times does Alex like Alex gives like three solid reasons as to why it was an accident. Like in between people screaming at him, yeah. he's like, oh, man, my receptionist must have made a mistake. And they're like, exactly. get the fuck out of here. <laughs> he's like, well, we pulled these names from like a database. He must have been in it. And they're like, holy shit. <laughs> Like, and then, then the guy, Alex, is even like, I guess I'll uh, show myself out. <laughs> it's one of the most insane things I've ever seen. Um, it's so wait, fucking wait, nuts. Do, wait, that, the, don't they, I didn't even write this down. This is literally coming to my head. Correct me if I'm wrong. Don't they start, like, reminiscing about Jeff and one of them's like, yeah, he was a freak. And yeah. gets <laughs> super pissed. They constantly call him a freak. <laughs> They're not very kind people. Um, also, at this point, everyone's finally at the house. All the gangs there, and for ten minutes, we watch these idiots greet each other in real time. Like, hey, how you been? How's work been? I haven't seen you in a while. <laughs> also, one of the best parts on that ski trip with uh, Cocaine Carl and uh, Corey was uh, the fact that. Um, Corey is confused at the last time you went skiing. He's like, yeah, when yep. was the last time we all went skiing together? And Carl's like, well, it was probably that time that guy killed himself. <laughs> <laughs> and Corey's like, oh, yes, now I remember. <laughs> and Corey's, oh, wait, no, not Corey. Yeah, I was thinking Carl. Uh, never mind. But yes, it's, it's fucking ridiculous that... <laughs> That oh, should yeah. be something that should be something that's imprinted in your brain forever. 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 Especially since since most people consider you like the root cause of of this happening. Apparently, uh Jeff's mom like screamed at all of them and blamed them all. <laughs> uh so we see Carl, he's got a gun, he's got pills, he's got cocaine, he's doing them naked uh in his bedroom. Also, this is somehow just a dream. <laughs> So, I don't know why we saw that. <laughs> he wakes up in a cold sweat, and it's just like, was that real? Was it not? I don't know. If it wasn't real, it wasn't artistic, and it didn't tell us anything. So I, I was just going to say, those people wasted money in real life to film that scene. And it's so irrelevant. <laughs> it might be one of the most irrelevant scenes we've ever in, in movie his in movie his yeah because literally it's just not a part of anything like there's just no reason for it whatsoever um there's so many encounters in this too that i wrote down because i was like i don't know if i'm gonna need this later so i've like carl and the doctor have a weird encounter fun fact it doesn't matter it does not <laughs> it's so insane there's so much talking it's just non-stop dialogue um so they have family dinner carl uh, who has dressed like a slob the entire trip is now in a suit and tie <laughs> for a dinner at a table, like the dinner, the kitchen table. Um, and for some reason, the, the, the doctor's telling this story about, I, I think it was like, I, I don't even know. It was like some party story that he was telling. <laughs> and Carl's like, yeah, it was snowing, wasn't it? And the doctor shows the most emotion in this movie. <laughs> no one shows this much emotion for, throughout the entire movie. And he's like, no, it was summer, you idiot. <laughs> he's so fucking pissed. He's so fucking pissed. And again, means nothing to this story. Dude, how little emotion did she have when she reported the deaths? Extremely. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to bring that up. It was one of the most insane things I've ever seen. <laughs> this movie is a fucking gem, dude. This movie is beyond. It was almost as if she didn't know that that was the end of the movie. <laughs> or it was well, like a read through. I mean, she probably read the script and was like, this this can't be how they're ending it. <laughs> Um, also, there's so many sex scenes that are not real sex scenes. They're not even real scenes. They're just, they're like premonitions. <laughs> but for some reason, they're just interspliced into the movie. And it's, 
it's brutal to watch. Dude, and and in this movie, there's multiple times where it goes from like day to night within oh. a matter of seconds. <laughs> oh my god, yes. Or, or it just cuts like all of a sudden the real estate guys in the bathroom, and uh, it's so fucking weird, dude. It's it's fucking bizarre. <laughs> also, also for a fucking first of all. It not getting a theatrical release and being in the 80s, you think they could, like, up the gore? 99.9% of the kills in this movie are off screen. 100%, like, yeah. Everything, you don't see anything. It's it ridiculous. Sucks. It sucks. And there's not even, like, I mean, there's a couple breasts, a lot of man ass, but nothing of note there. Um, it's so fucking weird. So... The real estate guy is over the house. He's pitching them. Uh, the storm rolls in, so now he can't leave, which, fun fact, he he will leave <laughs> in about 10 minutes when they start screaming at him. Um, but so he's like, oh, I guess I'll have to wait it out. So he starts hooking up that, with that girl, Jeanette, um, whose boyfriend, Eddie, didn't show up. So he starts... He, they're like laying by the fire. He's and Jeanette's the one he keeps having these like premonitions of having sex with. Yes, it's, it's fucking bizarre. But now they're laying by the fire and they start making out, and it looks like this like very intimate moment. And I'm like, where the fuck are they? Because it looks like it looks like they're in a big empty room, <laughs> and then it cuts to the next scene, and they're laying <laughs> in front of the fireplace in front of everyone. <laughs> like having a romantic conversation like oh boy i was not expecting to fall in love here <laughs> like it's so fucking bizarre and then it cuts back and you just see everyone sitting around them while they're laying in front of the fire making out um most cramped living room i've ever seen well ever eddie the boy eddie the boyfriend calls and we don't even get to hear it <laughs> Uh, but we get Jeanette being like, Eddie, if this is a joke, it's not very funny. He hangs, she hangs up. They ask her what was said. She says, he said, it's Eddie and I'm here with Jeff now. So this is when like the whole, but why would Eddie say that? Well, that is a, that is a great question because <laughs> as, as we'll find out, he's not. He, and he's not because like you're like oh shit this is it like this is the start of the end uh jeff is alive he's probably gonna kill eddie at his office and then come get them you know what i mean something so, like that so, which, which which you are right that is what you're led to think but knowing what we know and you know minor spoiler alert right here not only is he not with jeff he's <laughs> not he's not with the person pretending to be jeff either <laughs> Correct. This is all correct. So he's just not doing anything. And what's even better than this is Jeanette. They even double down on this by somebody being like, maybe he's joking. And Jeanette's like, he wouldn't do that. Like, she's like, I expect him to cheat on me, but I wouldn't expect him to play prank. She's like, he's not, he's not like a prankster. <laughs> so Jeff, I don't know what Eddie's talking about, uh, but he's not. I don't know. Nothing makes sense right now. Uh, all of this, though, is to for, to reveal for the real estate agent, Alex, to be like, hey, Jeff Stidson? <laughs> <laughs> As if that's the only Jeff available. And uh, everyone's like, hey, how do you know that name, Buster? And he's like, oh, he, he sent in a reservation. <laughs> and this is when everyone loses their mind. You invited a dead man. <laughs> Um, then they start yelling at Carl. They're like, Carl, you did this. <laughs> <laughs> Which he, he did not. Which is also weird. Cause, yeah, Carl was, is sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> How would he be doing anything? Um, and then he says, hey, John, I think it's a good time to tell him. John being the doctor. He reveals, which this is also news to the audience. This was not revealed to us earlier, besides the fact that he found something in his drawer, and that was it. Uh, but it was a news clipping about the death. <laughs> and that's it. It, it. That reminded me of like a April Fool's Day when they're in the bedroom finding like new news clippings. So like you, you kind of think it was strategically placed there by somebody, but it's not. So I have a note here that I want to include a clip from that scene in this episode. So if I do, it's going to, we're going to throw it in right here because 
I just remember, my note is, I can't even explain how chaotic this next scene is. It's just people making no sense, and it's so funny. And I, it was just people screaming about nothing. <laughs> like, just people screaming about nothing. Um, <clears throat> so, we waited an hour and three minutes at this point for something, anything to happen. <laughs> It's only like an, an 80 minute movie. <laughs> it is. That is correct. Uh, and we've waited 60 of it, uh, 63 minutes, just uh, just waiting for honestly anything to just occur, just anything to kind of happen. Uh, the doctor, well, Alex also left. Alex was like, well, I guess I should see myself out. <laughs> and he left in the middle of the storm that apparently is undrivable. That you uh, were not supposed to leave. It. Right. <laughs> and speaking of not supposed to leave, the doctor's like, hey, I got to go. There's a sick kid at the office. <laughs> also, something I we, we passed up earlier was the doctor was uh, trying to, um, again, talk about backup details that make no sense. We get his like whole backstory about how stressed he is in his life. Yes. And he's like, yeah, man, it's brutal out there. And they're like, oh, no. And he's like, yeah, I've got a patient. <laughs> it's a toddler with diabetes, <laughs> which, like, which, by the way, terrible. Like no one wants. It was a three year old with diabetes. No one wants a three year old to have diabetes. However, no. um, diabetes is treatable. And it, that is like. A thing that occurs. <laughs> okay. So as a doctor, I feel like you should be like a little more hopeful in that situation. <laughs> like this doctor's face is so grim. Like if you were one of the, if I were the parents, I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to use a different doctor. That's not so dramatic about this. <laughs> I completely agree. Cause he's like, Jesus Christ, this three-year-old's got diabetes. <laughs> It's curtains for this kid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> take it easy. Um, so they try to leave. The doctor tries to leave because he's got to take this important call. And he takes a ski pole to the back of the neck. Through, it, through, through the car seat. Literally, it would have to be the longest it, ski pole of all time. It would have to be the sharpest ski pole of all time. Because the guy is putting such little effort into like pushing it through all the... <laughs> not only the seat, but through like the fucking flesh of this guy <laughs> oh my god uh the girlfriend then comes out and finds him dead and then the skier the 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 killer skier jeff just slides down the front of the window like upside down like <laughs> as if it's an effective move um the girl runs off jeff grabs an icicle an icicle yes and i'm so hopeful like, I'm like, they can redeem this. Like, I mean, they can't redeem it. It's a terrible movie. But, like, I was like, they can make this really off the wall right now. And I have, have some have some cool kills. Yeah. Uh, but they don't. They don't. <laughs> they, they, they decide to have the icicle kill off screen. <laughs> you don't even know what happens. <laughs> <laughs> like, you have no idea. Uh, oh, God. Uh, so, Carl uh, starts sexually assaulting this girl. And I don't know why. Um, but it cuts away right away. So we're to assume, I think like, oh, it's just not that bad. It's just Carl. <laughs> it, it, it is that bad because it cuts away to Carl using an ice pick to fucking cut up ice cubes like a fucking maniac just for his drink. <laughs> also, while this is happening, Jeff is setting up bear traps in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Which which is one of the only things in the movie that actually comes back into play. <laughs> it's true. I really thought that we would never see anything. Like, he was actually just like, you know what? I'm going to catch a bear tonight. Because <laughs> he's just randomly placing them so far away from the house. <laughs> There's no reason to believe anybody would step into that. <laughs> uh, uh, also, inside, we go back to the house and nothing seems to have happened because Carl's just sleeping on the couch. And that girl that he was just sexually assaulting seems to be doing fine and uh, just getting in the hot tub. So, yes, yes. I, I don't know what that scene was for or anything. Um, we have like 15 minutes left on this movie and the pace has not picked up. <laughs> it's insane. Like you expected the pace to pick up and just 
that's not what you're getting at all. Um, Jeff shows up. He throws like a fucking toaster in the hot tub, killing that girl. Yeah, kills kills Jeanette, who does the worst flopping in the hot tub it's, that I've ever seen. It's, it's so bad. Also, flashes her vagine while doing it, and I was just like, "What? The, why, why is this? Like, this is terrible." Like this. Um, this wakes up the sexual predator who pulls a gun from his cowboy boots. <laughs> Also, what was wrong with Carl's hair? I don't know, but why? Why is he? Why was Jeff swinging a lantern outside? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but that catches Carl's attention as it should. As it should. Imagine waking up to seeing some guy swinging a lantern. <laughs> and then uh, Carl, uh, what? Wait, because Carl. Wait, oh yeah, Carl walks into the bear traps. <laughs> yeah, he steps into two bear traps <laughs> at once somehow um, and he shoots his gun twice in the air which also so funny because it cuts back to Carl later and for some reason his entire upper body is covered in blood <laughs> even though he stepped in the bear traps. stepped in bear traps <laughs> oh god well the gunshots wake up uh, Corey he wakes up yes and he goes looking for Carl. He goes looking for Carl, but while this, he just heard gunshots. Okay. Yep. He walks downstairs and he just starts eating pie. Eating pie. <laughs> <laughs> Making a meal. For so long that I was like, oh, I bet you Jeff poisoned the pie. No. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, Jeff shows up and stabs him with a steak knife in the shoulder. That that is correct. Not right the heart. The shoulder. Not no, the heart. Not, in the shoulder. The neck. Yep. Yep. And it kills him instantly. <laughs> <laughs> he falls on the ground and is incapacitated. Correct. Well, here's another talk about switching from day to night. Like, yeah, Trina's waking up now. It was just like midnight. It was just like the start of nighttime. And why would? Jeff was like, you know what? I'm just going to wait for her to wake up. I don't want to disturb her. He's already in the house. (laughs) Waits till morning. Um, She wakes up. Uh, She goes downstairs, which she's also carrying a flashlight around. (laughs) Yes, because the power is out, but it's daytime. I've never (laughs) seen more natural light pour into a home in my life. Um, She finds dead-ass Janet. And a note yes. that says Jeff was here. <laughs> also not true. Uh, she finds uh dead ass Corey who is bleeding from the smallest wound ever with the smallest amount of blood ever. Yes, but he's actually alive. At this he point. is alive. And he's like, Get he's talking like time is running out. <laughs> <laughs> Just okay. needs a bandaid. Just needs a bandaid. T- Trina runs out. Uh, loses her keys in the snow. She finds everyone dead in the car. And it's broad daylight outside. You see cars driving in the background of this scene. And it is hands down one of the least scary or suspenseful moments I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like, this is this is the climax and nothing... Like, <laughs> I could not give a shit less. Um So Trina calls the real estate agent. She runs back inside. She calls Alex, the real estate agent. I have, this is the scene we were talking about. I've never heard anyone talk this calm in my life. (laughs) Like day to day. She just says, hey, Alex, please come over. They've all been murdered. (laughs) Like that's not an exaggeration. And John, the best part is he asked her to stay calm. Dude, dude like, it, that's it, the best she could, she, she could not bother. She, she's any more calm, she'd be in a coma. Dude, that is my favorite. Oh, okay, Trina, stay calm. I'll call the police. <laughs> <laughs> like, she said it so calmly that if, I mean, well, spoilers, Alex is the killer. But she if it, if he weren't the killer and somebody called you and said they've all been murdered that calmly you would immediately be like that girl just killed everyone yeah definitely 
Uh, anyway, Jeff's in the house, which doesn't make sense. Um, but that's fine. Uh, cause there's no cell phones. God damn it. I hate this fucking movie. Um, no, nothing. Since nothing's happening in this scene, like there's literally nothing happening. The movie decides to just start flashing the dead bodies on the screen. <laughs> like randomly, it just starts showing everyone dead again. We've already seen them all, but we get to see it again. <laughs> yeah. And also, we also get to see Corey is somehow still alive. Yeah, He's just like kind of like slugging around. Um, but somehow Jeff... Uh, Trina has put herself in the corner on a stairwell. She can literally see all angles. And, and somehow Jeff walks right up to her and just takes the gun out of her. <laughs> Trina fights out. Corey's alive. He's trying to go help her. Um, also, after he moves away from the ground where he's been laying all night, he literally stayed there all night. <laughs> 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 it's the smallest pool of blood. Like they couldn't even spend like, like a few extra dollars for a little more corn syrup to like spread the blood out a little bit more. Like it is the smallest pool of blood I've ever seen in a movie. Like it was, it was insane. It was so fucking insane. Um, Trina hears Trina locks herself in to a bedroom while the guy's trying to break through. I just, I just remember she, she's uh she has a pair of scissors right yeah. and, and and she's hiding under the bed and Jeff Jeff come enters the room with an axe so so he like slowly comes up to the bed and she stabs him right in the shin and and not only does it not affect him we then find out that the killer is Alex and he has a fake leg. like that's the biggest surprise of the movie (laughs) and you still don't give a shit i care way more that he has a fake leg oh but is that more insane than Corey, who reminder was stabbed once in the shoulder crawling up the stairs not using his legs He's not using his legs. He's dragging himself with the shoulder muscles <laughs> that have been stabbed. But he won't just stand up and walk away. <laughs> You're right. That is probably more insane. <laughs> Army crawling. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but we'll find out that, that it is not Jeff. It is Alex. And he blames her <laughs> for killing him. And also for losing his leg, which he lost trying to go after Jeff. Dude, it is one of the most obscene explanations I've ever heard. <laughs> Alex is like, well, you guys were really mean to him <laughs> and caused it. But then on top of it, after I found him dead, then I fell off the mountain. <laughs> this should be, this is the worst. The, the, I don't think anyone in this town knows how to ski. I think they just wear them and fall fall off ledges because <laughs> like the plot is alex skis down there sees him and then is like oh my god <laughs> skis away and then falls and then off he cliff. falls off a cliff <laughs> <laughs> and he's like my dad hated me <laughs> it's so stupid it's so stupid oh my god and then uh Alex gets the double whammy here. He gets the little bit of the Michael Myers treatment. He does. Trina pushes him. Well, it's even funnier than the Michael Myers one, because at least the Michael Myers one's dramatic. Trina pushes him, and he's flying out the window. And as he's flying out the window, Corey shoots him on top of it. Like, it wasn't like the shots pushed him over the edge. It was like he was going, and then Corey also just shot him. And, like, the way it zoomed in on his face, he looks so fucking stupid. (laughs) (laughs) And then it just ends with no words. Right. It just, that's the end. Like, that's literally the end. Um, Is it? Well, it's not, because five years later, (laughs) Trina and Corey. This, I just want to preface this again. This is my favorite bad ending of all time. Of all... 
I can't do it justice talking about it because it's it's so fucking funny. I've never rewound the ending five times before until t- until I watched this. <laughs> it says five years later, we see Trina and Corey, and they're with uh, Corey Jr. and Trina Jr., uh, and they're all playing in the snow. Also, there's no sound in this. It's just angelic music playing. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, what a triumph. <laughs> Our life's better. The kids have made the largest snowman of all time, right? Yeah. This is on their property. This is at their house. Right. And they're building a snowman out of snow. Correct. <laughs> the mom uh, walks up and she's like, you know what? I'm going to put the last eyeball on the snowman like a rock. She puts the eyeball on. No, it was, like, it was a piece of coal. Like you would make. Well, yeah, sure. Yeah. A piece of coal. Uh, two eyes made of coal. Sure. Uh and the snowman, then it starts to bleed out of its eye, yeah, out of the eye that she just put on. And then, <laughs> what? I'll do. I'll let you do the honors on this one. And then, fucking Alex jumps out from inside the snowman that they just built, that, that they just fucking built, and then it freeze frames as he's bursting out of it. But I, I can't stress enough. They built this snowman, and somehow, somehow the guy they killed five years ago managed to get it inside of it. And also, the way he jumps out is so, it's so insane. Like, he literally would have just face-planted, and they probably would have killed him again. Dude, how do you build a snowman and not know there's a person inside of it? Oh my god, it's so insane. It's so funny, dude. It, it's one of the most insane things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, this is this is a bad, bad movie. Very bad. But very enjoyable. Very bad. Um, and this was Iced, guys. It's on YouTube. Just look it up. It's fucking amazing. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. This was um I, I I'm I was overjoyed overjoyed at it. it it was like breathtaking and next week i feel like it might be even better um, it's, it's not it, it won't be <laughs> i don't know i looked up screenshots of killjoy and it looks awful it it is <laughs> okay guys so that's it um that's it for this uh do you have anything else you wanted to say no all right. Uh, so we have um, again uh, Florida, September twenty first at the Falcon. What movies Bar. are we doing for Florida? I will announce it this week. I'll, I'll, me and you will come up with it this week. Okay. We'll pick. Oh, so something. we have not. So will we announce what we're doing for Salem? Right. Uh, not even. But I think we're gonna no. do. <laughs> I think. I think. Well, we talked about doing all the Tremor movies. Oh yeah. Which I think we should do like a roundtable. Okay, I'm down with that. Yeah, because that's easy to talk about. It'll it'll flow. Um, for Florida, I don't know what we're gonna do, but it I'm, I kind of feel like it should be like Return of the Living Dead two and three, but I don't know. We we already did Return of the Living Dead two. We did. Oh yeah. We did. <laughs> Wait, did we? Yeah. No, we didn't. Yeah, like recently. Really? Wait, what happens yeah. in Return of the Living Dead two? A bunch of bullshit. I don't think we did it. No, we did. Because remember the two guys from the first one were in it and people were mad that we didn't. Oh, yeah, you're right. Fuck. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Okay. Well, God damn it. All right. Well, that's enough. That's enough of that. Right, we'll figure it out, though, and we'll announce it. So that's um, September 21st in Florida. We'll be out there having a blast. So come out, say hi. Um, and uh, yeah, enjoy. That's that's going to be a cool meetup. Um I, th- I think that'll be fun. So come on out. And then uh, s- October 6th, Salem. It got Our time slot got moved, though. We're now at 6 p.m. right before oh, the movie. What the fuck? Right before the movie in the theater. It's so much better. It's less time we have to spend there. So, <laughs> um, so that's that, man. Um, also, maybe we should do Manos Hands of Fate for Florida. Sean. Please, yes. Do you want to do it? Holy shit. Fuck yes, I do. Why right. did you choose that? Manos, Hands of Fate, that's it. 
What what made you choose it? Uh, it's on. It's I just was scrolling down the Patreon picks and somebody has it. Yeah, I'm so excited. Okay, so Manos hands of fate for Florida. That's it. It's announced. <laughs> the perfect movie. All right, guys. So that that's it. Fucking asshole. Quentin Tarantino owns like the original <laughs> copy of it. He does. I know. Um, so uh, Facebook.com slash I hate horror. I hate horror.com. Instagram and Snapchat at I hate horror. You want to shout out your shit? Nah. Okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at Boognish1985 and Horror Show Joe. And that's it, guys. Uh, thank you all so much for the support. Rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. If you do, email me, Sean at IHateHorror.com, and I'll send you some stickers. So, um, And that's it, guys. Thank you so much. Hopefully this episode turns out all right. And uh, for Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios. That's it guys, that's it guys. That's it, guys. That's it, guys.